Hello, and welcome to The Journey, a daily podcast reading through the Bible. Thank you so much for joining us today. As you listen, we're going to be using the New Living Translation of God's Word. Let's start today's reading. Today's reading is found in 1 Chronicles chapters 7 through 10. The four sons of Issachar were Tola, Pua, Jasheb, and Shimron. The sons of Tola were Uzai, Rephahiah, Jerel, Jashemiah, Ishbam, Shimahel. Each of them were the leader of an ancestral clan. At the time of King David, the total number of mighty warriors listed in the records of these clans were 22,600. The son of Uzai was Isariah. The sons of Isariah were Michael, Obadiah, Joel, and Hishahel. These five became the leaders of clans. All of them had many wives and many sons, so the total number of men available for military service among their descendants was 36,000. The total number of mighty warriors from all the clans of the tribe of Issachar were 87,000. All of them were listed in their genealogical records. Three of Benjamin's sons were Bela, Beker, and Jedahel. The five sons of Bela were Isbon, Uzai, Uzela, Jeremoth, and Irai. Each of them were the leader of an ancestral clan. The total number of mighty warriors from these clans was 22,034, as listed in their genealogical records. The sons of Beker were Zimmerah, Joash, Eliezer, Elahonai, Omri, Jeremoth, Abijah, Anahoth, and Emath. Each of them were the leader of an ancestral clan. The total number of the mighty warriors and the leaders from these clans were 20,200, as listed in their genealogical records. The sons of the son of Jedahel was Bilhan. The sons of Bilhan were Jehush, Benjamin, Ehud, Cana, Ziphan, Tarshish, and Abishashar. Each of them was the leader of an ancestral clan. From these clans, the total number of mighty warriors ready for war was 17,200. The sons of Ayr were Supem and Hupam. Husham was the son of Ahur. The sons of Naphtali were Jezreel, Gunai, Jezer, Shilam. They were all descendants of Jacob's concubine, Bilhah. The descendants of Manasseh through his Armenian concubine included Asherel. She also bore Maker, the father of Gilead. Maker found wives for Hupam and Supam. Maker had a sister named Makal. 
One of his descendants was Zephahad, who had only daughters. Maker's wife, Mecca, gave birth to a son whom she named Perish. His brother's name was Sherish. The sons of Perish were Ulam and Rechem. The son of Ulam was Bedan. All these were considered Gileadites, descendants of Maker, son of Manasseh. Maker's sister, Ahomeketh, gave birth to Ishdod, Abizer, and Melah. The sons of Shimadah were Ahalon, Shechem, Likai, and Edham. The descendants of Ephraim were Shekelah, Bered, Talath, Elethal, Tehath, Zebab, Shulah, Ezer, and Iliad. These two were killed trying to steal livestock from the local farmers near Gath. Their father Ephraim mourned for them a long time, and his relatives came to comfort him. Afterward, Ephraim slept with his wife, and she became pregnant and gave birth to a son. Ephraim named him Beriah because of the tragedy his family had suffered. He had a daughter named Shira. She built the towns of Lower and Upper Beth-Horon and Uzzah Shira. The descendants of Ephraim included Repha, Reshef, Tila, Talahan, Ladan, Ahamahud, Elishama, Nun, and Joshua. The descendants of Ephraim lived in the territory that included Bethel and its surrounding towns in the south, Naran to the east, Gezer and its villages to the west, and Shechem and its surrounding villages to the north as far as Aiha and its towns. Along the border of Manasseh were the towns of Bethshan, Tanakh, Mediego, Dor, and their surrounding villages. The descendants of Joseph, son of Israel, lived in these towns. The sons of Asher were Imna, Ishva, Ishvi, and Bera. They had a sister named Serah. The sons of Berai, Bera, were Heber and Melchadel the father of Bezerath. The sons of Heber were Japheth, Sophar, Hotham. They had a sister named Shula. The sons of Japheth were Pashak, Bila, Hashvath. The sons of Shomer were Hei, Roga, Huba, and Aram. The sons of his brother Helam were Zopha, Emna, Shilish, and Amol. The sons of Zoeph were Sua, Hafafur, Shua, Berai, Imra, Bezer, Hod, Shama, Shela, Ethran, and Bera. The sons of Zether were Jephani, Pisha, and Era. 
The sons of Ula were Era, Hanel, and Riza. Each of these descendants of Asher was the head of an ancestral clan. They all were select men, mighty warriors, and outstanding leaders. The total number of men available for military service was 26,000, as listed in their genealogical records. Benjamin's first son was Bila. The second was Ashbel. The third was, was Era. The fourth was Noha. And the fifth was Rapha. The sons of Bela were Adar, Gira, Ahabahud, Abishal, Naaman, Ahola, Gera, Zephahon, and Huram. The sons of Ehud, leaders of the clans living in Geba, were exiled to Menahath. Ehud's sons were Naaman, Ahijah, and Gera. Gera, who led them into exile, was the father of Uzzah and Abiahud, Ahalahud. After Shaharham divorced his wives, Husham and Bera, he had children in the land of Moab. His wife, Hodesh, gave birth to Jodbab, Zirba, Mesha, Malcam, Jehuz, Sakal, Merah. These sons all became leaders of clans. Sherem's wife, Husham, had already given birth to Ahatub and Ephal. The sons of Ephal were Eber, Misham, Shebeb, who built the towns of Ono and Lod in their nearby villages, Berai and Shimai. They were leaders of the clans living in Ahilajan, and they drove out the inhabitants of Gath. Ahoy, Hishak, Jermoth, Zebediah, Arad, Eder, Michael, Ishpa, and Zola were the sons of Berai. Zebani, Meshalom, Hezer, Eber, Ishmaiah, Izalal, Jobab were the sons of Ephal. Jacob, Zikrai, Zabdai, Hilal, Zelaif, Eli, Habadiah, Berariah, Shimrath were the sons of Shimei. Ishban, Eber, Eli, Abdon, Zikrai, Hanan, Hananiah, Elam, Anoth, Jajah, Ibadiah, and Pulanel were the sons of Shakshak. Shamashai, Sheashiah, Athathiah, Jerathiah, Elijah, and Zikrai were the sons of Jerahem. These were the leaders of the ancestral clans. They were listed in their genealogical records, and they all lived in Jerusalem. Jehel, the father of Gibeon, lived in the town of Gibeon. His wife's name was Mecha, 
and his oldest son was named Abdon. Jael's other sons were Zur, Kish, Baal, Ner, Nadab, Geder, Ahiho, Zechariah, and Mikloth, who was the father of Shiman. All these families lived near each other in Jerusalem. Ner was the father of Kish. Kish was the father of Saul. Saul was the father of Jonathan, Maklashua, Abanadab, and Ishbal. Jonathan was the father of Meribah Baal. Meribah Baal was the father of Micah. Micah was the father of Pithon, Meklech, Terariah, and Ahaz. Ahaz was the father of Jada. Jada was the father of Alameth, Hamathith, and Zimri. Zimri was the father of Moza. Moza was the father of Biniel. Biniel was the father of Rephaliah. Rephaliah was the father of Elash. Elash was the father of Azai, Ezel. Azel was the, had six sons, Ezekam, Bukari, Ishmael, Sherehiah, Obadiah, Hanan. These were the sons of Azel. Azel's brother, Eshek, was, had three sons. The first was Ulam, the second was Jehush, and the third was Eliphath. Ehum's sons were all mighty warriors and expert archers. They had many sons and grandsons, 150 in all. All these were descendants of Benjamin. So all the all Israel was listed in the genealogical records of the book of the kings of Israel. The people of Judah were exiled to Babylon because they were unfaithful to the Lord. The first of the exiles were to return to their property. In their former towns were priests, Levites, temple servants, and other Israelites. Some of the people from the tribes of Judah, Benjamin, Ephraim, and Manasseh came and settled in Jerusalem. One family that returned was that of Uthathiah, Uthathai, son of Ahamahud, son of Omri, son of Imri, son of Bani, the descendant of Perez, son of Judah. Others return from the Shephite clan, including Hasasiah, the oldest, and his sons. From the Zerite clan, Jaul returned with his relatives. In all, 690 families from the tribe of Judah returned. From the tribe of Benjamin came Sahul, son of Meshaham, son of Hodaviah, son of Hashanol, Abanoal, son of Joram, Elah, son of Uzai, son of Mikrai, and Mishalam, son of Shephathiah, son of Raul, son of Abijanah. These men and all their leaders of clans were listed in their genealogical records. In all, 956 families from the tribe of Benjamin returned. Among the priests who returned were Jedediah, Jerohoeb, Jachin, 
Azariah, son of Hilkaniah, son of Meshalalam, son of Zadok, son of Meroth, son of Ahatob. Azariah was the chief officer of the house of God. Other returning priests were Adoniah, son of Jeraham, son of Pashur, son of Machajiah, and of Masiah, son of Adael, son of Jehazarah, son of Meshulam, son of Meshalath-Mith, son of Emer. In all, 1,760 priests returned. They were heads of clans and very able men. They were responsible for ministering at the house of God. The Levites who returned were Shemaniah, son of Hashub, son of Azazram, son of Hashbaniah, a descendant of Merari, Bakbakokar, Heresh, Gala, Mathaniah, son of Micah, son of Zikri, son of Asaph, Obadiah, son of Shimei, son of Galal, son of Jedathun, and Berachiah, son of Asa, son of Elkaniah, who lived in the area of Nephtalah. The gatekeepers who returned were Shalom, Achab, Talam, Heham, and their relatives. Shalom was the gate, chief gatekeeper. Prior to this time, they were responsible for the king's gate on the east side. These men served as gatekeepers for the camps of the Levites. Shalom was the son of Kor, a descendant of Absaph, from the clan of Korah. He and his relatives and the Korathites were responsible for guarding the entrance to the sanctuary, just as their ancestors had guarded the tabernacle in the camp of the Lord. Phineas, son of Eleazar, had been in charge of the gatekeepers in earlier times, and the Lord had been with him. And later, Zechariah, son of Meshemiah, were responsible for guarding the entrance of the tabernacle. In all, there were 212 gatekeepers in those days, and they were listed according to their genealogies in their villages. David and Samuel the seer had appointed their ancestors because they were reliable men. These gatekeepers and their descendants, by their division, were responsible for guarding the entrance of the house of the Lord when the house was a tent. The gatekeepers were stationed on all four sides, east, north, east, west, north, and south. Their relatives in the villages came regularly to share their duties for seven-day periods. The four chief gatekeepers, all Levites, were trusted officials, for they were responsible for the rooms and treasuries at the house of the Lord. They would spend the night around the house of God, since it was their duty to guard it and open the gates every morning. 
Some of the gatekeepers were assigned to care for other various articles used in worship. They checked them in and out to avoid any loss. Others were responsible for the furnishings and the items in the sanctuary and the supplies, such as choice flour, wine, olive oil, frankincense, and spices. But it was the priests who blended the spices. Mattathiah, a Levite, and the oldest son of Shalom, the Korathite, were entrusted with baking the bread used for the offerings, and some members of the clan of Kohath were in charge of preparing the bread to set on the table each Sabbath day. The musicians, all prominent Levites, lived in, at the temple. They were exempt from, their, from other responsibilities since they were on duty at all hours. All these men lived in Jerusalem. They were heads of Levite families and were listed in, as prominent leaders in their genealogical records. Jehel, the, the, father, the father of Gibeon, lived in the town of Gibeon. His wife's name was Mekah, and his oldest son was named Abdon. Jael's other sons were Zur, Kish, Baal, Ner, Nadab, Geder, Ahio, Zechariah, Milkoth. Mikoth was the father of Shemram. All these families lived near each other in Jerusalem. Ner was the father of Kish. Kish was the father of Jonathan. Kish was the father of Saul. Saul was the father of Jonathan. Mekshephushuah, Abinadab, and Ishbel. Jonathan was the father of Merabab Baal. Merabbaal was the father of Micah. The sons of Micah were Pithon, Mekach, Teriah, and Ahaz. Ahaz was the father of Jada. Jada was the father of Elameth, Ezazeth, and Zimri. Zimri was the father of Moza. Moza was the father of Beniel. Beniel's son was Rephahiah. Rephahiah's son was Elisha. Elisha was the son was Aziel. Azel had six sons, whose names were Aharakam, Bozariah, Ishmael, Sherhai, Obadiah, and Hanan. These were the sons of Azel. Now the Philistines attacked Israel, and the men of Israel fled before them. Many were slaughtered on the slopes of Mount Gilboa. The Philistines closed in on Saul and his sons, and they killed three of his sons, Jonathan, Abinadab, and Machshulah. The fighting grew very fierce around Saul, and the Philistine archers caught up with him and wounded him. Saul groaned to his armor-bearer, Take your sword and kill me before these pagan Philistines come to taunt and torture me. But his armor-bearer was afraid and would not do it, so Saul took his own sword and fell on it. When his armor-bearer realized that Saul was dead, he fell on his own sword and died. So Saul and his three sons died there together, bringing his dynasty to an end. 
When all the Israelites in the Jezreel Valley saw their their army had fled and that Saul and his sons were dead, they abandoned their towns and fled. So the Philistines moved in and occupied their towns. The next day, when the Philistines went to strip the dead, they found the bodies of Saul and his sons on Mount Gilboa. So they stripped off Saul's armor and cut off his head. Then they proclaimed the good news of Saul's death before their idols and to the people throughout the land of Philistia. They placed his armor in the temple of their gods, and they fastened his head in the temple of Dagon. But when everyone in Jabesh-Gilead heard about everything that the Philistines had done to Saul, all their mighty warriors brought the bodies of Saul and his sons back to Jabesh. Then they buried their bones beneath the great tree of Jabesh, and they fasted for seven days. So Saul died because he was unfaithful to the Lord. He failed to obey the Lord's command, and he even consulted a medium instead of asking the Lord for guidance. So the Lord killed him and turned the kingdom over to David, son of Jesse. This is another challenging passage of Scripture because of the names. I apologize. I know that uh, I butcher a lot of these names. It's the best that that any of us can do, not being from that time and from that that uh, that lineage. And it might seem that this is just kind of a hodgepodge of different information. You have the genealogies, you have people talking about returning after the Babylonian captivity, and then you go in talking about Saul and how his, how his reign came to an end. And it's easy for us to ask, what does this mean for me? Well, for the Jews, it was a reminder of their history and where they had been and what led them to the point of one day being in captivity. They are returning to their heritage. Genealogies were very important for them, and so they were establishing where they had been and what led to the point in their life now. It's important for us to look back at our history as well. It's important that we can see the mistakes that were made in previous generations, so hopefully we don't make the same mistakes in the future. That was the situation with Chronicles. As we continue to read the books of 1st and 2nd Chronicles, it will be a history that comes alongside our other readings. But it is a reminder of what happened in the past. So hopefully they wouldn't make the same mistakes in the future. Thank you again for joining us for the journey. Please be sure to share this podcast. Today's reading was from the New Living Translation of the Holy Bible and used with permission. Have a blessed day, and we hope that you'll join us again tomorrow.